0: Today's first reading from the book of Acts depicts a confusing time in the life of the community of the Jesus people. Jesus has ascended into heaven, but the promised Holy Spirit has yet to be realized. What are they to expect? What are they to do in this time between times? Further question is, How in the world did they survive? Especially since the community has shown repeatedly to be its own worst enemy. Craig Barnes, the president of Princeton Theological Seminary expresses it this way. Quote, there is no rational explanation for the church's survival over the past 2,000 years There were and there are many compelling political, intellectual, and social reasons for it to have gone out of business a long time ago. Yet the followers of Jesus persevere. He continues, The only possible explanation for the church's survival is that Jesus Christ chose to use it to continue his mission of bringing the kingdom of God to earth. Historically, he says, every time we landed in the ditch, as the mainline church finds itself today, Christ pulls us out and invites us again to lose our lives so that we might find them. As the Jesus people of today, we're caught in the paradoxical time between times between the first and second comings of Christ. In this 2,000 year stretch of transition and expectation, we've been called to carry on the mission that Jesus himself began. We're not asked to sit idly by twiddling our thumbs. Madeline Lengel is quoted as saying When I speak at denominational universities, I'm often asked what I think of the organized church. And my answer is, I think it stinks. But it's all we've got. The very essence of our faith is expressed in community. Without each other, we fall far short of the vision of what we might be for each other. That is why I'm taken with a sign, a sign at Coventry Cathedral in England, sign which reminds us of who we are and who we need to be as Christ's people. It's a welcome sign but it has been a welcome sign that is being fleshed out. And so the sign reads, we extend a special welcome to those who are single, married, divorced, widowed, straight, gay, confused, well healed or down at the heel. We especially welcome wailing babies and exciting toddlers We welcome you whether you sing like Pavarotti or Marie Callas or just growl and hum and tap your feet. You're welcome here if you're just browsing, just woke up, or just got out of prison. We don't care if you're more Christian than the Archbishop of Canterbury or haven't been to church since Christmas ten years ago. We extend a special welcome to those mature adults who are not quite grown up yet, and to teenagers who are growing up too fast. We welcome keep fit moms, football dads, latte sippers, vegetarians, and junk food eaters. We welcome those who are in recovery or still addicted. We welcome you if you're having problems, or down in the dumps, <clears throat> or don't like organized religion. We're not that keen on it either. <laughs> we offer welcome to those who think the world is flat, work too hard, don't work, can't work, can't spell, or you're here because Granny is visiting and she just had to see the cathedral. We welcome those who are inked, pierced, both, or neither. We offer a special welcome to those who could use a prayer right now, or had religion shoved down their throats as kids, or simply got lost driving today and wound up here by mistake. We welcome pilgrims Tourists, seekers, doubters, and you. If that is organized church or organized religion, it can't be all that bad. I believe that the people of God, the people of goodwill, would want to be a part of that kind of community. I believe that the people of God would give themselves to that kind of community. So the next time someone says, what do you think of organized religion? I hope we can say, if it looks like Coventry Cathedral, we're all for it. In the name of the Father and the Son,